Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of The Drunk Drawer. My name is Kristen, and today we are interviewing our school principal. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Dr. Jen Robinson. And we have here Austin and Cameron. Hello. Hello. What do you do in your free time? Well, I do spend actually a lot of time up here at school, but when I do have free time, I like to walk, um, spend time at home. I have two cats and a dog and spend time with my family. Right now, I am going to watch my daughter play tennis quite often after school to um, see how she's doing up at the high school. Ooh. Ah, tennis. Cats. I like cats. Cats are fluffy and they're kind of soft. Yes. Um, What is your favorite subject in the school? Um, When I was in school, I loved math. That was my favorite subject. It came really easy to me. Some of the other ones were a little bit harder, but math was my fave. I am also a kind of a fan of math and science and maybe a little bit of history. It determines on where it is. Like, we're learning about Africa in Mr. Mergeny's room. So that's fun. Nice. So what's your favorite movie that you've seen so far? Wow, that is a tough one. I love all kinds of different eclectic movies. So um, recently I have been re-watching the Marvel movies with my daughter, and um, that has been fun. But I do have all kinds of different genres of movies that I enjoy watching as well. All right. Um, have you ever heard of the snack Ants on a Log? Have I heard of the snack Ants yes. on a Log? Yes, actually I have. <laughs> um and do you like it? Like, is it okay to you? Now, is it the same type of a snack that what you're talking about that I know where it's the celery, the peanut butter, yes, and yes, the raisins yes. on top? Yes. Personally, I like to take the raisins off, but I love the snack of celery, celery and peanut yes. butter. Yes. Good stuff. Um, have you ever heard of ramen, and do you like it? I have heard of ramen. It is okay. It's okay. It um, is okay. My girls love it. Yeah, it's it's like a if you don't want to cook like something like macaroni or something like that, it's like an easy dinner. Absolutely. Especially the ones in the cup. The ones in the bowl, they take a little bit longer and they're not as good because they don't have the vegetables in them, but Absolutely. they're still pretty good. Have you ever been interviewed by students mm-hmm. before, like on the pause cast or are we the first people? I have helped with JH News. I am thinking about for the pause cast. I don't know that I've been interviewed for the pause cast yet, but JH News, sometimes I'm a regular on there once yeah. in a while to talk about things. Um, uh, you guys could be my first podcast. So we are currently, if for right now in this room, we are the first students that have interviewed on a podcast. Someone write that down quick. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> How long has it been since you've been interviewed? Um, In general, by other students? Uh, Just just in general. Just in general. Like people. (laughs) Like people. Um, Well, we had a couple of interviews for JH News probably a month or two ago. I have been on a few news channel broadcasts. Um, That's probably been more a year. Newspapers come in and ask certain things about questions. That's pretty regularly throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so different things, but this is fun with the headphones and the microphone. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. What yeah. are you thinking of going to any of the movie movies that are currently come uh, premiering at the movie theater? Um, you know what? I guess I haven't looked at 
the recent additions. I know that the second or the Doctor Strange movie is coming yes. out soon. I've heard that one is pretty good. Um, my friend went a few days ago to see the new Sonic movie, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and he said it was pretty good, honestly. I don't mm-hmm. know personally myself if it's good, but I'd like to see it. Yep. Because I have seen like love bits and pieces of the first movie. I loved the you first movie. You haven't seen the that first was movie, my go-to movie. No, I I've only seen like the trailer and stuff. The first so, one was like so. my go-to movie if I wanted so, to watch something on TV. That's what I would go to. I see, should put Sonic on my list of movies to yes. watch. Is yeah. that what you're saying? I don't okay. have Netflix or Hulu or you might anything see the, like that, so one, I can't really watch like, movies. That there's series. I can't go to the movie theater because I live pretty far. Yeah. We just recently went last week to watch Uncharted with Tom Holland. So Ooh, love that, that was kind I've of seen a that. Movie. I love it. I, I haven't seen it, but it sounds good. It's like, <laughs> never mind. Action, action adventure, Spider-Man yeah. without the spider suit. Nice. <laughs> Spider-Man without the spider suit. It's all yeah. good. Um, nice. Except no you can't climb walls suit. or anything. Very true. Mm, so now we get into the more serious questions. All right. Um, what were you teaching before you came, became a f- principal? I taught a lot of different things. Um, I have taught elementary school in a multi-age classroom, first, (laughs) second, and third. (laughs) I have. That sounds crazy. It is. It is. It's a lot like junior high. Junior high kids are just a little bit bigger, maybe a little stinkier once in a while, not very often. So in addition to those grade levels, I have taught uh, 7th and 8th grade Spanish. I was also a Spanish specialist teaching K through 6 Spanish. Um, also mm. taught another multi-age level class from fourth to sixth grade. Um, just kind of did a lot of different varieties of things. Math, English, everything mixed in there. Something different. My principal would come to me and say, who wants to try this? And I'd be <laughs> like, I'll do it. That's fine. That's That so, sounds fun. Um, I like change. So where did you change. go to college at? Like so Nebraska? I actually State. grew up in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And I was the first one in my immediate family to go to college. Nice. So um, I really wanted to go to UT Austin, but my parents were a little worried about that, going a little far away. But for some reason, they were okay with me coming up to go to Concordia, Seward, in Seward, Nebraska. Oh, Might be because I was born in Minnesota when we traveled back and forth and they knew about that. Mm -hmm. So my goal in my head was I was going to go to Seward, Nebraska for one year. And then I ended up staying here, and I have been in Nebraska ever since. I think that your parents may have thought that it's not as far. Like, Texas is, like, basically across the country. Well, I grew up in Texas. So Austin was only six hours away, but Austin was a huge city Mm -hmm. where Seward, Nebraska was pretty small. If you think about it, my high school and my graduating class, I had 900 students in my graduating class. That's a lot of people. And so when I came up to go to Seward, Concordia Seward, to go to college, there were only 700 kids in the entire college wow. versus 900 in each class. Yeah. So it was wow. it was quite smaller, but I think they were comfortable with the small town versus a big city. Yeah, probably. All right. So that was where I went for my undergraduate degree was to Concordia. Even when I was at Concordia, though, I was taking classes at UNL. And so for my future advanced degrees, those all came from UNL. Go Huskers. Hmm. So how did you get started in Norfolk? Um, Originally, I was teaching in Lincoln, Nebraska, and my husband was also in education. 
and he wanted to go and be an administration. So he was able to get an assistant principal job up at Norfolk Senior High School. And so we moved from Lincoln, Nebraska to Norfolk. What do you do on a daily basis as a principal? Every day is different. Um, Every day is different. For the past two weeks, I have been interviewing teachers for the next school year. We've had quite a few teachers retire or maybe they're moving to different positions. So it seems like the past couple of weeks, I haven't been able hardly to get out of my office because I've been interviewing for different teachers or different secretaries, different paras. Um, It's different. When I was assistant principal, you get a lot more involved with the kids. And then once you move into the principal role, it's almost like you're more in charge of the adults and taking care of the adults. Or with parents. But as much as possible, I try to get out into the classrooms and the hallways. Um, But it's just harder because I'm on a lot more committees and on a lot more meetings at central office, just making sure we do the things that we're supposed to be doing for school. Um, We've seen you like very rarely walk around the hallways. Mm -hmm. And at the times that we do see you, it's kind of like, oh, she's there. Yep. She's there. Yep. It's we got (laughs) We got to still go to class, though. We yep. can't say hi. Yep. I'm I'm there and I'm around. It's just that spending more time with the teachers, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're like the babysitter for the adults. <laughs> like, at times, it kind of, no, we wouldn't want to say that. They wouldn't think that. Think no, that's a bit mean, like but I mean, in the morning. It's, it is more of when you're in that assistant principal role, your job is more of the students. And then when you move to that next level, it's more of making sure everything is functioning for the school. So really going through, making sure kids and the schedules are working out. I spend the entire summer going through everybody's schedules and making sure they try to get into the classes that they can. So lots of behind the scenes stuff that people don't have any idea that's going on. So what's the hardest part about uh, about being a, a principal? Um, that is a really good question. Um, I think sometimes when you see a student that you know is struggling and they're not ready to get help yet, but you know that they need some help, but you're just not sure how to help them, that's kind of tough because you want to help and you want them to make the best choices that they can make, but maybe they're just not ready to ask for help yet or maybe something's going on at home and they're not ready to talk about it yet. So that's just hard when you see somebody struggling and it's you want to help them out. It's especially hard when you know a student needs help, but they refuse it. And like, say a student doesn't have enough to eat and you talk to their parents and you're like, we can help you, but like they they refuse it. Yep, that is a difficult place It's It's be. very sad. Mm-hmm. So what are some funny moments on a lighter note? <laughs> What are some funnier moments that have happened on the show? How long do we get to have for this podcast? Um, There are funny things that happen every year, every day. Um, I've been in Norfolk for 20 years, and there's a lot of different funny things. Now, Mr. Vergas does not necessarily like me to tell this story. Ooh, tell us. (laughs) Tell us us the tea. We'll go ahead and tell it anyway. He Um, won't know. In 2020, when we had to stay home from COVID, um, all of the teachers, everybody was doing different things. And at that time, the assistant principal was Mr. Weber and Mr. Vergitz was the Dean of Students Activities, like Mr. Baronic is right now. And um, they were taking and cleaning out a classroom and they had one of those great big carts full of paper. I bet there were, I don't know, it was stacked so tall, full of paper on both shelves, probably about two feet tall. 
Oof. And there was probably about three feet wide. The whole entire cart was completely full of paper. They were taking it out to recycling. And instead of walking through the school, they went out the south doors of the building, of the old building. Mm-hmm. But they didn't check the weather. Ooh, All no. the papers blew away. Now, what has the weather been like lately? Windy. Very windy. Oh, a like lot of wind. Per hour. I heard okay. today it was already 40. Yeah, today yeah. is supposed to get up to like 60, so 65. This particular day that they chose to take the paper outside mm-hmm. to recycle was very much like the weather we've been having lately. <laughs> and I am sitting in my office. I'm doing some paperwork. I'm going through some things. And all of a sudden, I start getting all these phone calls. Like, there is like a tornado of paper outside of your building. What is going on? And so I call Mr. Weber, and he doesn't answer the phone. And I call Mr. Vergitz, and he doesn't answer the phone. I flip on the cameras, and they're not kidding. There is a tornado of paper going all the way across Paswalk. Central Park was 100% covered in paper. Like, you couldn't see the grass. It was just crazy. And all of a sudden, I see Mr. Weber and Mr. Vergitz chasing after all of this paper. And there's no way they can chase it all. And so I have that on video. And I know this is a podcast. But it is quite funny to watch. But Mr. Vergitz doesn't like to admit that little Maybe after this, we can see the video. Yeah, Yeah. I would like to see that. It seems like a pretty funny image in your mind. I may or may not have put it on um, iMovie and added some sound effects of an airplane taking off and put it on video and sent it to the staff. I may or may not have done that. So. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, oh no! Uh, poor, uh, poor them. Uh, it's poor like, them. It's like it would probably look like one of those snowstorms that we get in Nebraska, like that really bad one that happened in like 2018, and it like covered the whole thing. Absolutely! Like, oh look, it's snowed. Oh wait, that's just a bunch of paper. Yep. <laughs> what is like? What was the most strenuous part moment on the job? There have been different times where things have been pretty strenuous. Um, probably about 12, oh goodness, I'm kind of forgetting, maybe about 12 years ago, um, we had just kind of a crazy set of events happen. It was in a February. Um, we had a snowstorm where we had a blizzard and we had to dismiss students and we couldn't let kids go outside because the snowstorm was so incredibly bad. And so basically what we did was we dismissed students, kind of kept them in their classrooms and myself and another teacher dressed up in like people's coats and we went outside and we'd be like, who are you here to pick up? And then we'd radio in and then say, okay, it's time for Billy to come outside. And so we would only let him go outside one at a time. Then the next day we were closed for school. And then the next day we came back from school to school and there was a big fire south of town and oh, no. the propane tank was on fire. And I had called and I was like, okay, should I tell kids not to come to school? And they're like, oh no, you're safe. Go ahead, send them to school. Oh, that's a bad idea. And it was bad far advice. enough way they thought we'd be okay. Yeah. And then right when it was time for school to start, at 7.55 to 8 o'clock, they were like, guess what? You need to tell your kids to evacuate. Oh, no. So we almost had all of our students here. It was still cold. I had to tell them all to walk two blocks north over to central office, tell all my teachers to evacuate. 
that was a oh, stressful no. couple of days between the blizzard and then no school and then the big fire of the propane tank. Oh no! Yeah, so that, yeah, I would I would like crawl in a corner and cry. So we had some teachers that were here at that time, and they were complaining this year, like, "Oh my goodness, it's been so stressful." And then that memory popped up, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, but think about what we went through. This think is we can handle I this." Had to do. How did the fire start after a blizzard? It what's that? How the how the fire start after a blizzard? That's it, my question. Yeah, it was a propane tank fire, so I mean it had to do with yeah. the propane. Oh, so what was the best moment you had while being a principal? Oh, there are probably quite a few moments that I've had in my life being a principal. A lot of them come later on in life. Mm -hmm. um, so, for instance, the <clears throat> other day, you know. I went up to the high school and there have been some students that I have worked yeah. with without the time you're like, are they listening to me? I don't know if they're hearing me, you know, it's now is the time for you to make some choices. And then when I see them at a later time and they're like, oh my gosh, I remember when you had that conversation with me and that changed my life and everything's been so much better since then. It's not perfect. Like you said, it wouldn't be perfect, but if I have a positive attitude and I keep making good choices, it, it does make a difference. See, and it may not be like perfect, but it's the special moments that make it worth it. Absolutely. It's, it's trying it yeah. sometimes. Um, actually, a month ago, I went to a gas station here in town and I had a past student say, I remember when you pulled me in your office when I was in the sixth grade and you said, you're halfway there. You can make it to your senior year. And you just had this whole speech for me. And at that point, I didn't really listen. But now hindsight it meant so much to me and you know those are those moments that make a difference See, they may not be automatic but they eventually when they around. get to you it's like it's amazing. like a brick getting thrown at you and you're like i don't know what to feel do i feel happy do i like cry yeah <laughs> things, um things see, can get stressful like me i'm i don't necessarily want to go away from this school because there's special people like Sarah and mm -hmm. Adrian here and some of my teachers I really get along with and it's kind of depressing in a way to leave the school. Yeah, but you make those good relationships and then you can even grow more when you go up to the high school and you can always come back and visit people. Teachers yeah. like it when yeah. they come back and visit mm -hmm. for positives. Yeah. But it's also uncertainty if they're going to be here or not because some of them are getting older. Yep. That mm. happens, but you'd make relationships happens. and it's important to continue to make those relationships in your life. Um, Very important. So who have been some of the most memorable students you've had? Like whether like you pulled them in and this really important thing happened like that. Even if they've already graduated. Yeah. Yeah. Or like some amazing thing, like they did something really cool. There's, it's it's so hard to just pull out one person. And again, I'm bound to that confidentiality, so I can't list individual students. But mm -hmm. there have been so many students that have made such a positive impact on our community and in our life. Um, I see different students, um, you know, whether they're working at Target or whether they're some big boss at the corporation. Yeah. Um, a couple of our students now are local dentists or eye doctors here in town. Ooh. It's just fun to see everybody grow. Okay, so who was your most memorable colleague or teacher? Um, again, there are just so many, probably hard to name them. Um, 
we have been going through and talking with them. There's only a few teachers that have been here as long as I have. Um, Mrs. Hagedorn, Mr. Brown, they have all been here a little bit longer. Um, but just going through and having memories each year brings something different. And so to say I just have one, I probably couldn't pick out one because everybody has an impact on your yeah. life one way or another. I have Mrs. Hagedorn as a science teacher, and she's really good at teaching, honestly. I'm and some of the students in my class, honestly, they don't make sense because she do she honestly tries her hardest to be a nice teacher, mm -hmm. not like one of those teachers who basically start freaking practically out yelling at you because you did something wrong. Yep. Teachers are, for the most part, are in it for the right reasons. So, why did you want to be a principal? A teacher? Um, I really just thought about when I was a kid, you know, there were some people that made a big difference in my life. Some of them were positive and some of them were like, you know what, I want to have a positive impact on people, maybe not a negative impact on people. So um, I just thought if I could be that person for somebody to know that they get, that they're cared about, I think that's the main reason that I became a teacher. I wanted to be positive for people and then we're here for kids and we want to do what's best for them and for one child it may be one thing and for another one it may be something else but everybody grows differently and um, we just try to do what's best so everybody can grow to their best potential um i have kind of a question to break the ice when is your birthday my birthday is in september oh um, september yep cool. september. my older oh. sister's birthday is in september too all right my awesome. birthday is this month it was Oh, mm. fun. What was Happy the birthday? What was the moment <laughs> you knew you wanted to be a teacher or principal? Was it like this revelation like this is what I want to do? Like um, finally happened. found my definition in life. <laughs> Actually, my when my purpose in life has been fulfilled. When I was in high Destiny school, is there. I didn't tell a lot of people I wanted to be a teacher because honestly, my English teacher in high school was kind of getting burned out. And she was just like, oh, why would you want to be a teacher? Oh my goodness, don't be a teacher. And so I was like, uh, okay, well, I do want to be a teacher. So maybe I just won't mention it around her. I just won't talk to you yeah. about my future career. And my dad also was a little concerned about me being a teacher, but my dad was a troublemaker. And he, he got was one of those kids. A lot. And so he was kind of concerned about me going to school to be a teacher. But he's been very proud ever since. And he's been, tried mm -hmm. to come to all of my graduations that I've had since I have my bachelor's and master's and specialist and then the, my doctorate degree. So, cool. yeah. Your for, first choice as a principal? Well, it's kind of funny because actually when I first came to Norfolk, I taught for one semester at Westside. And then I came over and was assistant principal at Norfolk Junior High School. And at that time, this building was an eighth and ninth grade building. It was mm. the high school. Mm -hmm. It was, well, it was eighth and ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And the old building used to be part of the high school, yes. But at that time, the building was eighth and ninth graders. And then when mm -hmm. they did the grade configurations and they had middle school go down to be fifth and sixth grade, um, I was asked huh. if I would go over there because I have elementary experience. And then the opportunity came back to come to the junior high. And I was like, sure, I'd be happy to do that because I love this building, have a lot of history here. So 
between most of my administration jobs, it had either been middle school or junior high, but junior high has a special place since this was kind of my first administration job. Mm-hmm. I left for a little bit and then I got to come back as well. So huh. it holds a lot of special memories. And in fact, next year, Norfolk Junior High School will be celebrating their 100th year of being in the old part of the building. Can you believe that? Yay! Now, it was originally started as a high school, but the building itself Mm -hmm. is 100 years old, so we're planning a 100-year celebration next June of 2023. Okay, I have two bands on during school, so we can have, This one half, the old half of the building is just all decorated with confetti and stuff and the yep. other half is just normal we'll be like normal. yeah they call that's the part where the gym and the cafeteria is a lot of people call that the new side of the building yeah. but it was built in 1970 so i don't think it's we not can very it new, new it's like no. almost 100 years old yeah and i have one final question what's your favorite snack oh my favorite snack of all time hmm, it can be pre-packaged or like something you like to make like to healthy yeah. You know, oh, do Hopefully I have to pick healthy? Uh, no, you, no. you can do a package snack yeah. and a healthy snack if you would like. So you could literally pick a slushy mm, with M and M's in it. A oh, slushy with no. M and M's that would be specific. Um, love myself some cheese pizza. Yes, pizza is yes. one of my favorite. I had pizza for dinner last yeah. night. But Make I good. am a baker, and I also make cookies. When I'm stressed out, I bake. And I so stress eat. <laughs> my family loves it when I get a little stressed because I'll start making cookies and cakes and all so kinds of things. They just start so. to stress you out on purpose when they're hungry. Yeah, like, I want some cookies. Let's just stretch mom, out my mother. Mom. Yep, that that does happen sometimes. It's better when they just ask though, because then I, you know, they don't get grounded or anything. So yeah, yeah. So I think that is that the about end wraps of our it up. Interview. All right, thanks guys. It was fun. It was yeah. actually very fun, Ooh, honestly. Really good. Very good interesting to hear well, about you. Well, say goodbye to our viewers because or listeners, if you would like. All right, have a great time, and thanks again for joining in to the junk drawer. Bye. 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 Bye.